Welcome to Outside Voice Inside. This episode is titled, To LLC or Not to LLC. Today we discuss whether a limited liability corporation will help you escape poverty or are people teaching people fraud for $50. So grab a seat, take a listen, and we hope you enjoy Outside Voice Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 44. I turned 44. 44 this year. All right, 44 this year. Episode 44. To LLC or not to LLC? That is the question. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, I am your co-host, Sandilano. This week has been slammed i'm closing the month of january oh good god um but also we did our company event in january so the expenses have been astronomical on top of that we have also yeah we have also switched payroll systems girl what yes the first of the year they switched payroll systems but they also fucked up and gave us an extra two hundred dollars, um, and then they took it back. Oh so, Lord, no! Yes, I've been having to deal with employees who are in disarray about their paychecks. Of course, one episode we talked about people not knowing about their tax status what allowances were, withholdings, dependents that is carried over. And I think you know this. I don't manage just one company. I manage two. Right. So I was informed that the second company that I managed also had some payroll issues. They were giving, accidentally given two extra days worth of pay Oh, so two God. days worth of pay is being deducted out of their paycheck at the end of this Wait. one. Okay, okay, stop, stop, stop. So <laughs> are all of these pay issues because of the new system that y'all are using? Or what? Yes, yes. Oh, so here's the, here's the crazy thing. So you know my finance manager that I work with for the corporate headquarters. She's in Canada. Right. So all of my companies that I manage had fucked up payroll all of her companies have fucked up payroll too so everybody is mad at me and her as if we process payroll i do not process payroll i didn't do Y'all that have some, somebody does it outside that's like you have an outside no 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 our headquarters processes payroll oh okay 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 i but, thought it was like a third party that did it is but we still have to give the third party the information. Right. Whoever was responsible for giving the third party the information fucked up the numbers. So my finance manager, who's at headquarters, she gave the numbers to headquarters for payroll and they fucked it up. They put it in wrong. So my two companies are like, what is going on, Sunita? I said, I did not process. My shit was fucked up just like yours. You better right. learn how to manage your money. Put that $200 to the side 
so that you're not hurting. But of course, they spent it. Woo, I got $200. Listen, we're adults. Please, please manage your money better. So, yeah, like I said, uh, remember that story I told you about when I went on the leave of absence? And somebody, I'm not going to name the company, kept paying me. And I just let the money sit there. For like yes. Yes. <laughs> Don't touch that money. I didn't touch that money. Listen. I waited two years. My mama said, girl, two years. She was like, they ain't coming for that. I said, I still not touch it. <laughs> I let let me tell there. you, I, my school gave me $2,600. And I was like, I don't know where this money came from. Man, listen. And I called them. And I asked them and they were like, we don't know where that came from either. As much as I need $2,600, I did not touch that money. Six yeah. weeks went by and they were like, oh, you got a Pell Grant. That's what that is. I did not oh, touch that. Word. Right. Yes. That's a, yeah, that's how I, I'm honestly not being funny. I was like, I let that money sit there for a long time before I touched. It was there for years. Before I because when they it. take it, when they want it back, they want it back in full, not yeah. increments. Right. I don't want to so, have to pay anyone back twenty six hundred dollars. No, so that's why when they be looking funny, I'd be like, I'm gonna let, I'm not gonna touch that. I'm gonna leave that there, right there. Now, right now, two hundred dollars. Can I can I pay that back? <sighs> Thank you, universe. I am now in a position where if I had to pay it back in full, I could. Right. I still was like, I'm gonna just put that off in my savings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Because it did what they did, they didn't take it out of our bank accounts. They took it out of our out of our paycheck before paycheck, they yeah. issued it to us. Yeah. So I mean it's kind of like when your taxes get taken out, it hurts when you look and see that a thousand dollars came out of your check in taxes. Girl, please don't talk about that. You never touched it. So yeah, you never look, it was never cash in the hand. So no, it was never liquid. So yeah, so my week was it was very excuse me, it was tense, but I spent all day today in the bed. Yay. First I did get up for everything. Yes, I did get up. I, I cleaned myself. Yes. But I'm in my lounge gear, as you can see. Yes. And that that's been my week. How about you? Who are you and how was your week? <laughs> um, hi. My name's Tam Joyner, and I'm going to have a ball spot soon because my students are driving me crazy. Registration started for us. And as much as I love my students, um, I'm going to say this because my coworkers will agree with me to some degree. I, y'all don't read y'all email. Just mm -mm. Read, read the email, son. Just re, I just, I, I, it's frustrating to repeat yourself after I have sent you an email that said the same thing, but mm -hmm. you didn't read the email. And so now you are sitting in front of me on camera and I'm telling you the same thing that I put in your email. And I, the first question I always ask, did you get the email I sent you? email yeah why, why do people act like they're allergic to emails why but but here's the thing okay i will say this about my job and this is most places i would say most institutions of higher learning when you are corresponding with someone who works at that institution to avoid 
your emails going into the junk and or spam folder, you should use your school email when you're doing school business. Mm -hmm. Every student has a school email. Yeah. I had a student email me and ask me a question. When I responded, I responded to the school email and I said, answered the question and I said, please remember to use your school email when you are asking questions because it will prevent your, it'll get your email answered quicker because it won't go to the spam and or junk file because I have had students send me emails that have wound up in my junk file and have been in there for seven to 10 days because I don't look through my junk email that frequently. Like, but I, you, I do every day. No, but if you, <laughs> but if you send it from your school email, it will come to my inbox. You understand yes. what I'm saying? So you're mm-hmm. not using the proper email address. And that's why I send my junk mail. And then you're frustrated because I'm not responding, but I never got it. You, you understand what I'm saying? I never mm-hmm. forgot the email. So I responded to the person same day they sent me the email. Friday, I got an email from the same person from their Gmail account with the other email from their Gmail account attached and said, I didn't know if you got this or not. Didn't I tell you use your school email, nigga? No, but that means that you never saw my first email three days ago. So that means you're not checking your school email. That's that's number one. You're not checking your school email because you would have saw my email. So then I wrote you back to your school email and to your Gmail account. I responded to your email on Wednesday. Please be sure to use your school email when you are sending correspondence. You see what I'm saying? That was how my week was going. (laughs) grown folks not listening i mean and and the thing is that again it's not all of my students but it's it's enough of them that i'm just like it's and these are things that they're told initially like please use your school email because if you don't everything else is gonna go to junk and then Mm -hmm. you're not gonna understand why i'm not responding to you because i'm never i'm not seeing your email because we get a lot of phishing email at my yes so so it's it's you know it's our firewalls to, to protect us and the mm-hmm. students information so that's why they don't want you to use that so it's it's just you know I don't know how many ways I can say it. so for me it's just about I keep saying the same thing and some people just not listening and that's fine but like don't be mad because you're not getting the answers that you need because you're not following the instruction niggas yeah so I mean aside from that um, I got my nails done. I saw fancy. Okay. Uh, the color is a uh, high drama. Young salmon. I see you. Yes. I mean, so um, aside from that, um, I would like to say I, I did miss my Wu-Tang boos, but I just was not driving back into Atlanta to watch the premiere of the next season. Uh, I, I just I just mm. it wasn't the showing was at six o'clock and me leaving my house and driving into Atlanta at that time on a Friday that's the name on my day as much as I wanted to be there 
It's a you, name on my name. <laughs> yeah, our child. <laughs> oh is, yeah. Is you know she has a life now. Yeah. She's a little ripper and runner. That means yeah. something different in the town. That's not what I meant. I meant she has she's busy. I'm I'm scared to know what it means in the town the way you said it. <laughs> it's very derogatory. Oh. My my child is not a ripper by Oakland standards. Okay. She just okay. she's very busy now. So yeah. I wanted to take advantage of seeing Wu Tang, but she her games were over at 7 30. They started at 5 30. Oh, yeah. So there was no way yeah. I was gonna be able to make so it. So I, I you know, I usually am am very um I'm trying to think the one time that I missed it. I mean, during during COVID, they were doing them virtually. So it was easy to yeah. kind of catch people doing stuff. I think the time before that, um, I don't know where I was last year that I didn't participate. But the one that I really wanted to go to <laughs> was when I was in Trinidad. It happened when I was at Carnival. <laughs> and it was all the people I loved were at SCAD and I was like I missed ATV Fest so you know aside from that but you know but I mean it's been a it's been an okay it's been an okay week it's been an okay week yeah that's good that's good to know Valentine's Day is coming up I'm excited I just want you to know look you saw my face you said that (laughs) I got yelled at Valentine's Day is me and you. Uh, Why are these extra people coming? First of all, they're not just random extras. I mean, we can back off. I mean, it's okay. Like, we good. If she want a private time. I told her she's going to get her private dinner. This is Galentine. She'll get her private dinner. Okay. I had never, I had never been yelled at. Okay, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to upset the child, baby. I don't want to upset her. It's Galentine. She'll, she'll survive. Okay, she'll <laughs> survive. She will survive. Ah! Right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> what? Since you, you singing and shit. Uh, let's get it to our speaker box. Um, yes. Have a throwback start okay, off. Okay. Don't laugh at me. I'm not because you've you heard what we were listening to today. You wouldn't. Um. You would. I. You. We're all right. We good. I was shocked that I still knew all these words. Oh. Ray J. What I need. K. One. In my shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> not Willie Junior. <laughs> Willie Junior. <laughs> Willie Junior. <laughs> But I, this is what I have to say about Ray J. And don't hate me. Not you, but anyone no. listening. Ray J has never been able to sing. Oh, like, girl, what, never. Why, why? Why does he act like he has vocals? You're not Brandy, nigga. And that's the thing that I always thought that he thought he was. And that's not, baby. I know you hear her voice when you sing, but that's not what's coming out your throat. That's I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. Ray J had maybe one or two good songs where it was like, oh, okay, all right. And he like tried to ride that wave. And it was like, I'm not listening to a whole album of you. 
what I need was my jam. And what was the song where he was vague, in the rain? I vaguely one, one wish. wish. I yes. vaguely remember <laughs> what I need. It was the vaguely. music. The music was was nice. So I was li- I was listening to Ray J. Just that one song, not the whole album. Okay, okay. Um, I'm glad. There's this young guy. I sent it to you. I don't know if you listened to it, but his name is October London. I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I saw it. I still have it saved. I just didn't get a chance Please. to Please. He sounds, I'm not even exaggerating in the slightest bit, exactly like Marvin Gaye. Yes, you did say that to me. Yes. So I was being... Um, finessed by October London there's also this guy I need to start looking up new artists more often so I can Uh know who they like what they're about where they came from but there's this guy Mac Keen K-E-A-N-E he has a song called Super but I actually had been listening to maybe four of his songs this this whole week I don't know how that happened but right Super, I put on repeat though. It's really good. Okay. But you, you know, I King Mac M A C K. Okay. Mac. Like, okay. Daddy Mac. Mac Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mac King. Okay. Mac. So check him out. I, you know, I get these types of artists. Like if I listen to Devin Morrison. Uh huh. And um, who is that guy that uh? Cola mentioned Nick. What was his last name? Oh my God, I know exactly. I can't remember his last name, but but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but these new R&B kids, like when I saw the children on Twitter saying Chris Brown was the last good R&B artist, I really was like, "What the fuck are y'all talking about?" But it's but it's weird to me because they will say that, and then you'll mention all these other people, and they'll be like, "Who is that?" Like what? Like what kind of fucking silo do you live in when you think Chris Brown is the last good R&B artist? Because do you know how many people have come out since Chris Brown came out? But I I honestly, and I'm not even being funny, I really think that they let the machine dictate what they listen to. Like they literally listen to, but it's it's so weird to me. You would literally have to be listening to nothing but Chris. But even then, you will get the Chris essentials. And then you will get things that sound like Chris. Chris so right. you don't you don't listen to none of those people? Yeah, it's, it's, it, I think, and I think that's what, what did I tell? What did I say? That Chris Brown got mind control over the children. I have told y'all again and again. This that's nigga, weird. He's the, he's the Pied Piper. I have said he this is. a million times. He, he when is. I saw him at something in the water <laughs> and them kids came running out the, out of the woodwork like roaches to run to the stage and then when that <laughs> nigga left, the roaches dissipated, the pied <laughs> motherfucking piper. That's all I'm saying. There is nobody who describes that better than you and Nisha. <laughs> she was like, Mm-mm. he don't seem like he used to. <laughs> used to, No. It was terrible. Oh god! And like maybe like uh, if somebody was like, "Ooh, the best concert I ever went to was Chris Brown." And I feel bad for you, boo, because I Which, need you to go. Somebody said that Chris I said, Brown I circa what? I was like, recently. I was like, I need Ooh. you to venture out and 
seek Jesus because that ain't it. Like, you ain't been oh, to a baby. gospel concert? Like, come on, will somebody sound better than that, baby? Are you kidding me? Jesus help the children. I'm sorry. I just, I be, I have been on about three Chris Brown rants in the past <laughs> two weeks. I just, I, and I think it's be, all because I was such a big fan. And I think yeah, it's just we are disappointed. Yes, I'm so disappointed. And it's just my frustration about him because I was such a big fan. And I just, every time somebody say his name, I just go completely off. So I apologize. <laughs> we, we wanted better. What have you been listening to this past um, week? So a lot of new music and music that I have listened to, uh, things that when I'm on TikTok, you know, the children have found all of the old shit and yes. try to act like it's new. And I'd be like, but that's not, that's, that's old. So a lot of things are old and then some things are new. Um, Soul Searching by Michelle and Dave Yocello. Let me mm-hmm. tell you something. That was on the Higher Learning soundtrack. Yes. That so, that came up that was in, shit. My, in my TikTok. It came really? up on TikTok. Right. And that, see, see your face? When I, hmm. when I saw it and I heard it, I was like, this used to be my song. <laughs> like I was like, but then I was like, but how did you, wait, where y'all find this? Like, what y'all doing? Like, how did this get here? Was like the whole conversation. But um, this other song, I have been hearing this song for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, the song is called "People" by um Libyanka, and not Lil Bianca, Lil <laughs> but, <laughs> but like Bianca with an L I in front of it, like Libyanka. Um, and she's an uh, an African artist. I don't know uh, what country, and I need to de- delve into that. But um, the lyrics to the song are what kind of made me gravitate for the song. It says, um, I've been drinking more alcohol for the past five days. Did you check on me? Now, did you look for me? I walked in the room. My eyes are red, and I don't smoke banga. Did you check on me? Did you uh, did you even notice me? So it's a I, I, and it's um wait a minute when she's but the song is called People and it says because you see people um people 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 who don't really know you they don't really know you because you see people and they don't really know you and they don't really know. So it was just kind of you know it kind of touched the nerve. The first time I heard the song, but it's a super good song. And then um, a lot of times what they'll do on TikTok is an artist will leave what they call an open verse. If you want to see your friend Coco Jones, she got like plenty of those where people, <gasps> she, leaves a, or she has uh, her Ooh. song, I See You, and she leaves an open verse. And then people who are singers on TikTok will sing over her track and then she will stitch it. So you, if you go to her page, you'll see a lot of them. Okay. Well, uh, Libby, um, Libyanka did the same thing with hers, and it was a brother and sister. Uh, I think they were Pacific Islanders, and it left an open verse, and I heard it, and I was like, "I'm gonna lay down and crawl under the desk." It was so good. But this song, "People," is such a really good song. I I want everybody to go and listen to it, and you know, I think that. It's gaining traction. Of course, TikTok pushes things where uh, t- songs, places that they 
maybe shouldn't go, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, it's a it's a really good song, and I want everybody to go listen to it. But uh, she, I don't know, if she's been out for a while. I have to do my research on the actual artist, but she does have a video for the song also. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so that's what I have been uh, listening to with all of my extra explanations. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all yes. good. Um, so music, now we, music's been good. Yes, music's been good, but now we have to talk about uh, the ghetto in which we live. The, the ghetto. ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> the world is a ghetto. The world is a ghetto. And <sighs> I would like to start with my gripe with the monopoly that is Ticketmaster. Fuck you, Ticketmaster. Fuck First you. First of all, <laughs> we all know what Ticketmaster did with those Taylor Swift tickets. And, yep. the baby, and the little babies was on the ground crying $9,000, $18,000 tickets to Taylor Swift. Uh, they recently, uh, Ticketmaster and Live Nation recently had to go speak in front of Congress because they were trying to trying to find out and explain, trying to explain to the people why they needed the fees. Nigga, why do you need the fees? I still you don't know why no, you need the fees. You don't. You, you listen, don't need the fees. When Kalen released his ticket and it said yes, he paid five, $556 in fees, fees. Ticketmaster, and then you had the for motherfucking one ticket, nerve. For one ticket. For one fucking ticket. To charge an additional, what was that, three dollars and seventy nine cents? Yes. What the fuck is this? This is dis. First of all, that five fifty six is disrespectful. But this little three seventy nine, that would be like me buying something from Dooney and Burke. Yeah. That is thousands of dollars, and them actually charging me shipping and handling. Bitch, you better send me my goddamn shit for free. Free, right? And that's, I mean, it's uh, it's a lot. <laughs> First of all, it's a lot. So Ticketmaster, we already know Ticketmaster, they're the crooks. So just yes. everybody keep that in mind. Ticketmaster, y'all are the crooks. Um, so let's talk about um this whole verified fan Mm-mm. bullshit that you to Mm-mm. get these Beyonce tickets. You had all these people sign up. Nobody, everybody was on the damn wait list. Mm-hmm. Folks couldn't get in to get tickets. Um, by the grace of white Jesus, um, <laughs> Verizon had a pre-sale, and I just happened to have my phone service with Verizon, and I was able to get tickets. That's fine. But what they're not explaining to you is that they have made a rule that no one can resell their tickets for more than the actual value of the ticket which was great. Everybody was like, oh, yes. so resellers can't try to, you know, price gouge people. But mm-hmm. what they didn't tell you was that Ticketmaster was going to price gouge you. Mm-hmm. So in real time, when you are looking for tickets at a certain price point, as that price point gets smaller and smaller, the number of tickets in that price point gets smaller and smaller, Ticketmaster will raise the price of the rest of the tickets because Bitch. they, they see what the value is. So this girl, I recorded it. I screen recorded. This girl was live on TikTok 
and she said she had gotten her ticket. Excuse me. Thanks. She had gotten her ticket, but she said in real time while she was still looking at tickets, the prices were increasing as the number of seats decreased. So uh-uh. she had gotten her tickets for $130. That was before the fees or whatever. But the same tickets that she bought, as the number of those tickets dwindled, those tickets rose to $300 in real time. What? In the real fuck? time. This is what I'm saying. So what, what Ticketmaster is saying is that you and I can't make extra money off of the tickets, but Ticketmaster can make extra money off of the tickets. The fuck the thing about this is this money is not going to Beyonce. No. This money is not going to Taylor Swift. Nope. This money is not going to any of the artists. And this is Ticketmaster should not be allowed to do this. Also, the pre-sales, this has been the sloppiest rollout of pre-sales that I've ever Nigga. seen in my fucking life. First of all, it was fucking ridiculous. Okay, first of all, now this why are I'm there go- so many pre-sales? No, no, no. This one, I'm okay. I have a gripe with the pre-sales, but there's one pre-sale, and I'm gonna blame this on uh Beyonce Giselle Knowles Cottle. Girl, don't nobody got no damn Citibank credit card. Bitch. Of all cards. You know we do Amex over here. No, not even. But that's not even a, a popular card either. Do you, C- Citibank is a... Why didn't you do Citibank? Right, like, City, like, here's the thing is that... Here's the thing. Most, most of the pre-sales that I have actually been able to get tickets to, like when I went and saw Burner Boy, when I went and saw Maxwell, it was an Amex pre-sale. Okay, yes. you can get American Express with probably any bank or American Express themselves direct, whatever. But City, nigga, we don't even have City Bank in Georgia. Like, what is that? I could have fought her for that. Like, why did was, you pick like, the most randomest you... of credit cards? My nigga, could you, you might as, girl, pick, discover. <laughs> she might as well have said Georgia's own credit union. Like, she, like, <laughs> that's, that's how random city banking. Like, bitch, do you even have a city bank? City bank not city stuff. bank, like the city, like not, I don't want to put my credit card out there, <laughs> but city, like C-I-T-I. I, yes. People don't have that credit card. No, they don't. They don't. So, so that was enough for me to scream and holler <laughs> because what is that? And then it was like you had the Beehive pre-sale, you had the Citibank pre-sale, then um, then you had the verified fan pre-sale, but in yes. between that, Verizon had they pre-sale, but then the Verizon pre-sale was only for certain locations. Yeah, <laughs> that was, was only, some bullshit. It was only for Houston, New Jersey, and Atlanta, and like I think one other place. That was it. Because we we was trying to go some places. <laughs> yes. And now we 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 stuck in our home city. <laughs> I mean. Even God after damn all, it, Beyonce. all of these gripes, we were still able to obtain the golden tickets. Yes. But the process in itself, first of all, was nerve wracking. It was very, it was very um, unorganized. It wasn't, the rollout was sloppy. Mm-hmm. The instructions were muddled. It didn't explain things very well. Like, I don't, it was just, it was super crazy. And 
you know, I want, first of all, I don't want Ticketmaster to have this monopoly over tickets because I'm Mm-mm. sick of them with all these fees. But I mean, I feel like you're you're doing a disservice to the artist because what's happening now is that the people that really want to go can't go. Yeah. Like it's you, becoming you an elitist it, piece really, of shit. It really is. And I hate that because, and the reason why I hate it so much is that honestly, I went to my first concert when I was 10 years old. I've been going to concerts since I was 10. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's always been something that I have done. I mean, like when the when the pandemic happened, I was losing my mind because I couldn't go to concerts. Like that was that's like an outlet for me, you know, to some degree. So, you know, something like going to see Beyonce is like really like I'm spending my money on this because this is something that I really want to do. Like it's like the prize. Mm -hmm. And for you to make it this complicated, muddled unfair unjust ass system like the hunger games of concert tickets nobody that's not right nobody wants that like nobody Mm -hmm. wants that and i mean i need y'all need to fix that shit because i don't like it look me and nisha started looking at the city winery we just gonna start going to the city winery the concerts fuck it (laughs) not to derail but i was looking like Okay, I need to hit them up because City Winery needs to take my coins because after this, I, I just, I, I don't, Ticketmaster, I just don't want to give them my money. Now, granted, all of this, I have to say thank you for doing it because my patients, I'd have just been like, we not going. Yeah. We not that's going. What, wait a minute. That's my Nisha. She was like, oh my God, this is so frustrating. And I was like, hold on. Like, I was just like, I was like an idiot savant. Our child is is disappointed that we aren't all going as a family. I know. But I I hate that because that was the goal. But again, in that, look, in the Hunger Games, you had to get what you could get when you could get it. (laughs) She is appreciative that we are going, though. I'm like, shit. So that is my ghetto shit. Ticketmaster, you're ghetto. You've been ghetto. But Bitch. now you're a super worldwide ghetto. Let me say that. Hate them hoes. Yes. So you ready? You ready for this ghetto? This? Oh, good God. I'm afraid, but I'm ready. Strap <laughs> yourself in. Look. The Mormon Church. Ah, oh, Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Latter day Saints are God under investigation by the SEC because. They have some assets that were not reported. Oh, now pump your brakes before you're like, they're a church. They don't have to report assets. Eh, eh, eh. Yes, they do. When you make a certain amount of money and you're tied into uh, certain investments, you have to report these investments. Okay. So one of the, they own this um, investment company called Ensign Peak Advisors. The Mormons own it, but that is the same company that manages all of their assets. One of their former managers, asset managers, uh, revealed that the church has $100 billion of holdings that were not reported. 
deported to the SEC. Nigga. This nigga blew the whistle on their ass and said they shouldn't be treated as a tax-exempt charity because they do not do charity activities. <laughs> Listen, church is gonna have to start paying taxes because you yeah, motherfuckers are It's too many of them. It's too many. It's too many pastors with ten thousand dollars sneakers on and, <laughs> and mm-hmm. jets and um eighteen mansions. But they Craft claimed law. they haven't broken any law, any tax laws, and this money is their rainy day account in case the economy, you know, gets difficult. They need to, sure, Jan, sure. Now they're concerned that public knowledge of these funds, now that the cat is out the bag, that they got $100 billion just sitting somewhere, that's not like other money. They're saying this is other funds that they've set aside, right? So this is additional Mm -hmm. $100 $100 billion. But now they're concerned because now the peri- the people who attend, the members, they're scared this is going to discourage members from giving ties. Nobody you should have to you, pay you, you anything. First they- of all, you don't need no ties and, and, and your parishioners should have free rent and mortgage for 10 years. They have a rule, and I don't know if this is the case at every church, but in order for you to be in good standing within the Mormon organization, you must pay 10% of your income every year. I'm out. Fuck, fuck you. I don't need religion that bad. I'm out. I work hard for my money. I'm out. Okay? I work hard for my money. I'm not giving you 10% of it. No. I promise you, people don't even get a lot of people, I should say, don't even give 10% to their 401k. Why would you give 10, 10% to your church? I mean, some people do. Don't get me wrong. Child, I ain't even going to, I could tell you stories about that tithing for the church and you can't even pay your bills. A hundred billion dollars that they're saying is a rainy day let me tell you something there better not be a mormon alive that is in need of anything when you got a hundred billion dollar rainy day fund let me tell you something something. any hardships that come from their parishioners need to be granted immediately johnny on the spot don't even think about that hoe. Just stroke, start stroking them chicks. A hundred billion dollar Yo, I'm not even lying. day fund. If I was a Mormon and I found that shit out, I would be a Mormon no more. The, oh, the parishioners are asking, we want to know what that hundred billion is for, how you amass that much money, what you intend to do with it and why you didn't feel the need to let us know that you just have a hundred billion just sitting because girl and i'm just thinking about like i don't know what modern day mormons are but i you know i watch all the cult documentaries and <laughs> yes. I'm, saying the mormon church is a cult. <laughs> I'm not saying that church of latter-day saints is a cult i'm not saying that please don't misquote me but 
those people live in utter poverty. <laughs> Listen, I that's mean, why it's ghetto. Yeah, that's why they, this they is ghetto. In, it's super ghetto because I always think about how people are like, well, if, if you're Amish, I say, yeah, the Amish people live off the land though. Mm-hmm. Like they make their money, they go and they sell their wares and they live off the land. Um, Mormon people drive cars and go to jobs. Yes, they They still don't got shit. Because you know what? They they almost live better than them. They tell those people to be modest in their wants and their needs. You don't need a lot. All you you need is Jesus. But you got $100 billion. Well, then you don't want it and you don't need it either, huh? I would like to know. Because it's a former investment manager. So they no longer work there. They were the whistleblower. I'm curious to know why they decided to blow the whistle. Because from what I, the the news report that I read, I think they reported that they have 40 billion. They didn't report that other 60 billion. So what happened during that time that convinced that investment manager, I'm telling on these motherfuckers. <laughs> what happened? What do we always say? Sometimes you make the wrong person mad. I I wholeheartedly believe this. I am not encouraging anyone to defraud any company or the government. Or, I'm not encouraging guys to do that. What I am saying is, if you're going to do some felonious capers, always take care of the people that touch your money. Always. When, yeah. you, when you guys are sitting amongst yourselves thinking about how to get rich and you don't know how to hide money, the person that you hire to hide your money, take care of that mother. That motherfucker needs to be a millionaire too. Yeah, because they're going to be the first one to tell on that ass. I am convinced that Enron fucked up because they didn't take care of their accountants. I, Yo, I feel, But I feel that about all of the people that got their money took. Like, Yes. And you were supposed to grease their pockets and you decided not, you decided you didn't want to grease their pockets no more. Well, now your ass is in the jail. Listen, it, I mean, yes, we see it in the movies, but it happens in real life. You don't take care of the people that's touching your money. Those are the people that can fuck you over the quickest. The, they know where your shit is at. Always. And if you have not been following the law to the T, ain't nothing the IRS love more than taking money from rich people. Because they're like, you got enough. I left you with one billion. Why are you mad? I took 149 billion of your 150. I left you with one. And then what is the government gonna do? They're gonna take that and they're gonna put it into war. So tell us all this time. They're looking, they're looking for money. Like, you know what? Biden then gave all this money to Russia. How are we gonna get this money back? Oh, you Mormons didn't want to declare 60 billion. We're gonna take your shit. <laughs> we'll let you keep your 40. We're gonna take that 60 that you didn't tell us you had. Nigga, I just can't even. I mean, are you I'm trying not to cuss? Are you serious? Yeah, I can't I, do it. When I saw it, I was like, "They did they think that Jesus was going to save them? <laughs> but, here's the, but this is the thing, is that 
oh girl please don't get me started about jesus and how y'all don't live nothing like christ but y'all talk about y'all christ like y'all are the goddamn opposite but we could talk about that in another day jesus would have never said on a hundred billy <laughs> never <laughs> never you see what he did with them fish and that bread he would have gave that money to the people that's, that's what y'all get y'all, look that's how i know y'all don't know nothing about the lord that's what <laughs> y'all get for being greedy lord. Speaking Baby. speaking of greed, let's get into episode forty four. To LLC mercy. or not to LLC? First off, I want to say, my dear friend Tamara, <sighs> I had to take a deep breath on this one because there are so many people who are determined, determined to make everybody believe that they should be business owners oh god you need to have an llc first of all do you even know what llc stands for nope do you even know what an llc does nope there's information out there first of all you have the irs right the irs tells you all the different types of companies that you could possibly have everything from a sole proprietorship to a partnership to a corporation to an S corp to an LLC, which stands for limited liability company. There are very good articles out there that tell you the pros and cons of having an LLC. Forbes actually has a really good article. It's called, What is a Limited Liability Company? It gives you the definition, the pros and the cons. This was an article that was written in December of 2022. So it's up-to-date information if you care to know what an LLC is. Now, we're going we're gonna to tell you, but I just feel it's out there. The right. information is out there. We have technology at our fingertips, okay? We have technology at our fingertips. There's no reason why we cannot find out what these things are before we try to encourage everybody to get an LLC so that they can be freed from the oppression of poverty. Okay. <laughs> I have to speak now. I have to speak. <laughs> we, init- we initially came up with the title of this episode um, because of Pinky Cole. Oh, Jesus Christ. Pinky Cole <laughs> spoke at the graduation. And at graduation, she gave everybody in the graduating class an LLC. Now, for all the business majors, that probably was a wonderful gift. They probably had, like, I would put that in my back pocket because one day I will use that. Anybody that was a music major, maybe they could use it. Maybe. Um, maybe. Um, if I was pre-med and I was going into medical school, I ain't really going to do nothing. I'm not really, <laughs> not really going to help me. What I'm saying is that I get the uh, motivation behind her giving everyone the LLC, 
but I feel like she should have given them an option. Yeah. I can, you can get the LLC or you can get the money that it takes to create an LLC for those who weren't going to use it. Because um, the one thing that I hate to see is um, people in my community telling everybody that they need an LLC. Um, everybody don't need an LLC. And all of you people who are, are doing your YouTube university videos and your um, TikTok, click here and now teach you more about an LLC. What you are basically doing is, is asking people to pay you to teach them fraud because <laughs> you're teaching people to create these businesses so they can get extra tax money. First of all, I want y'all to stop playing with the IRS, stop playing in their face. Um, because when they want your money, they're going to come and get your money. Say it from a person who owed them a lot. And had yeah. I paid them, I paid them all, but I owed them a lot of money. So I want y'all to stop playing with this whole, it's like the L, it's like the LLC games. Like, you know, it uh, we just talked about Beyonce tickets. I mean, you bought Beyonce tickets, you know you could have got an LLC. Bitch, I don't want an LLC. I want to see Beyonce. Like, I want for for my community to stop thinking they can LLC themselves out of oppression and poverty. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Like if you legit have a business idea and you want to start a business, it is great to have an LLC because you have a business idea. You're aspiring to make that business grow. So you start small. Yes, you start with your LLC and you can start doing things with your business. If you have no absolute interest in ever being a business owner, it's not necessary for you. So to hear people repeatedly tell everybody, I mean, you know, you can start a business. I don't, I don't want to start a business, Shawty. I don't. I don't want to. I, I want for people to stop acting like that is a simple thing to do. Yes, it is simple to go to your your state office, get something that says, or I should say it is simple to come up with a name for a business and get a business license and pay for that shit every year. It's not simple to run a business. No. There's this thing called taxes that you have to pay and you have to pay those taxes annually. Depending on the type of company that you have, there is a set amount of taxes that you got to pay every year. So when you're telling people, you know, start a business, start a business. Do you have a business plan? Do you have assets? Do you have expendable cash for your overhead? Do, can you maintain it? What if you need to hire people? Girl. Can you afford liability insurance? Can you no. afford insurance for your employees? Do you know the difference between an independent contractor and an employee? No. Oh, because that, that actually 
that fucks up people who actually have businesses, who have been in business for years. And you know what they say, well, if I hire them as an independent contractor, I don't have to pay taxes. That's on them. But then you want to tell them what time they got to start work. You want to tell them how long they get they can work. You want to tell them what days they get off. That's not an independent contractor. An independent contractor, you can't tell them what to do. What you can do is you can hire them to do a job. Yep. Then they do it. Yep. They do it in their if you have a window of time that you need, if you need it done within a month, they have a month to get your work done. You don't get to tell them that they have to be working from eight to five. Right. They could work from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. every day. If it's done within a month, they have fulfilled your requirements. I don't think a lot of people know that. I think in their mind, it's like, I want to be a boss, right? You should want to be a boss. Don't be fulfilling other people's dreams. Don't work for the white man. Let me tell you something. Even <laughs> if, even if, even if Black Wall Street wasn't burned to the motherfucking ground and bombed the fuck up, right? If it was allowed to thrive and it grew into something bigger where Black people were not mistreated in business and finance, just period, right? You still need people to work at these companies. Right. So if your idea is that everybody who is Black should own something, guess what? Having a job is not a bad thing. Because if I right. didn't have a job, then the complaint would be, you're a fucking bum. You're living off of the system. You need to go get a job. Okay? Some people don't want the responsibility of a business. And I think that's a big missing part of the LLC conversation is yep. everybody doesn't want to run a business. Tamara, nope. you know. How difficult <laughs> nope. it is to run a business. People <laughs> who run businesses, I feel like you have to have this mindset too, yeah. where it's like, I must succeed at this, this in particular. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. Before I had Logan, I was very much so, I have to run my own business. Because I need to, I don't want nobody telling me when I got to come to work. You know, I work hard, Tamara. You know, I'm a very hard worker. Yeah. But I want to work hard within my perimeters. Like, <laughs> let me do my shit when I want to do it, right? Right. So working remote has worked well for me. Right. This is, and I didn't just, you know, I didn't just start doing this, um, at the pandemic, I had a I was working remote for like four years. Right. Long before the pandemic started. So I feel like we need to talk about options in business because yeah. maybe you just need to be in a different environment. You don't necessarily need a business because I hear a lot of people say they're going to start businesses because they can't work for other people. Well, that's because corporations aren't set up to vibe well with intro people who are more introverted right so you'll see people who are more introverted be like i have to start my own business well here's the thing is that 
I get that that's a good reason to start start a business, but is that the sole reason? Like, for I some like people, it, it is. But it but, starts out that way. But no, that's what I, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it may start out that way, mm-hmm. and then there's other things that come with it. But I'm talking about if that is the sole reason. Like, is that really going to be? Look, we're going to talk success again. Is that going to be? Mm-hmm. Is that going to maintain you? just because you don't want to work for someone else. I mean, I guess for some people it works that way. I think it works for people who are determined never to work for anyone else. But there's also things, you may be someone who isn't very good at managing money. You're not very good at budgeting. If you're not good at managing money or budgeting, you need to get a business manager or you need to work for somebody else. Right. Because the fastest way to go broke when you have a business is to run out of money. Like, because you're not budgeting, because these are costs you didn't anticipate. Right. Right. You just, you don't have that cushion there. Whereas when you work for someone, there's tons of companies that provide benefits. Right. Right. And some of those benefits include a 401k. Now, right. The way my 401k is set up is, it ain't fluffy. It used to be, it's not. But there are some people who they know they're going to work for someone all their life because they're they're just not, they don't want the responsibility of a business. Right. I need for people to understand a one person business is fine. It is, it's fine. You can be very successful, just you making candles or bath soaps or facial products like there are people who never will have to work for anyone else again because they have a product that's great and that can sell their inventory is manageable so maybe they have hired one at the most two people to work for them and they're good that's their little business they're gonna have that but there are people who have aspirations to have these big businesses i want a clothing line right okay i want a record label i mean they don't make records no more but i want a music label right Right. i want a production house and when you start thinking about it you may start out with one type of company because earlier i mentioned you know there's different types of companies But as your company grows, if you're a person who's like, eventually I want, you know, it starts out private. I want to go public. I want stock options. Well, you, you need to know there's a different type of company for that too. Yeah. You also have to protect yourself and your, your personal assets. So there are companies when people just tell you, go start a business. There is a, there are types of companies you can start this company and you're doing great. And then you get sued and your personal assets are yep. hit because you picked the wrong type of company. So right. when people tell you go start an LLC, is that the right company for you? Even but if that, you are business inclined. And that, but that's the whole thing is that it's the whole, it's the narrative of starting an LS, LLC with no information behind it. Yes. That, that bothers me more than anything. It's, it, there's no information behind it. And a lot of times, 
you have all these people that are successful making money because you're pushing the idea of an L. It's a hustle. Like mm-hmm. they, I have the information you need. Just pay me $50 for this seminar and you get 5,000 motherfuckers to pay you this $50 and you didn't came up and they still don't know what the hell going on because you stole somebody's pamphlet off the internet and gave it to these niggas <laughs> and it's like a cartoon. It's like a coloring book. Like, and so I feel like people, it, it, it's, to me, it's the whole narrative. Like you said before, like, um, be a boss. It's like, everybody wants to be a, a boss of what though? Mm-hmm. Like you just, you, cause everybody's like, just be a boss, be a boss of what, what am I the boss of? Because I'm a boss of what? Like people love <laughs> to say that, but what are you the boss of? Like, and another, and another thing is that a lot of times people don't understand business as a whole. Yes. And so, because you don't understand business as a whole, you push that narrative on somebody who has a business, but you feel like it could operate better if they did this, but you don't have a business. Mm-hmm. Like, perfect example what you were saying that some people make candles and make uh you know um skin care and stuff like this perfect example there's a young lady the young lady who made Beyonce's hat for the cover of the renaissance album she had been making those hats for some time and one of Beyonce's stylists saw her snuck in came in her dms and was like can you make this hat you know, she may use it. She may not use it. It's whatever. So she made the hat. She said she didn't know if they were going to use it. She said months went by. And then when the album came out, Beyonce had the hat on on the cover. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, the girl is getting all these orders. And there was a, um, a man um, who said she fumbled the bag because she didn't mass produce her hats. And she was like, I don't want to mass produce my hats. She said, I make each one of my hats myself by hand. She was like, and I make a good living doing them by hand because, right. they're, done, because they're done by hand. She makes a significant amount for each hat. She said, I make a living doing this. Why would I want to mass produce and take the care that I put into my hats and send it somewhere First of all, I don't want to send it to a sweatshop. Mm-mm. Like, and then and she said, and they're not going to make the hats the way that I make the hats. So this man really made this whole video about not knowing her, but made this whole video about how she fumbled the bag because she wouldn't mass produce these hats since Beyonce wore the hat. If anything, I would never mass produce the hat. I would just raise the price on the goddamn hat. And yes. if people wanted to, if people want to buy it people will buy it. And she said, people are still buying hats and I'm still making money and I'm satisfied. So, you know, don't try to throw your business acumen onto me when I am already doing well with what it is that I do. So my thing is that, sir, all you are seeing is money. Yes, greed. there's, there's, There's more that goes into that craft in her business than her fumbling the bag so to speak but again you are not someone that I know of that has a business you just like to talk about other people's business listen there's where there's a will there's a way when it comes to making money and having a business but 
you know, there's this, this little thing called supply and demand. Yes. And if your supply is small, your demand will always be great. I mean, if you have a product that people want, right? Yes. So like her, she w- she'll stay good. She'll stay good. Yeah. But I, what I've seen a lot of times is people will have a good product and they'll listen to someone like that guy talking about, you need to mass, make this in mass amounts. And then they create all this supply for a demand that isn't that big. Correct. And then they end up losing money. And then yes. they end up going out of business because they had a product that was good, but they let somebody push them to make more when they weren't ready for that. Right, Great right. example. I'm not going to say any name because I don't fuck with her. I don't like her. And if she is, I think she's doing something else right now, but I would never send business her way because she has terrible fucking customer service, but she had a product and I'm not going to say what the product is because people who know me will know who I'm talking about, but she had a product that was amazing for skincare. Right. Um, and it worked magnificent. I've never had anything like that touch my skin, not even to this day. My skin is okay right now, but I had I just realized who you were talking. You knew it, right? <laughs> yeah, my shit looked like I was eight years old all over again, and this was when I was in my early thirties. Amazing product! I've never heard anybody who has used that. That line of skincare, never heard anybody say it wasn't the bomb. And she had perfect price points. She never needed to increase them because the the demand for what she wanted, it was just constant. But here's something else that we need to talk about as far as business goes and people telling everybody they need to get a business. You may have a great product. You may have... Your supply and demand may be great, but without good customer service, you will lose all of that shit fucking overnight. As she did. And that's why I brought it up because we, this push for everybody to have a business, some people are not business inclined because they don't have, they don't have that personality for it, nor do they care to cultivate it. And in her instance, she didn't care to cultivate a personality that was good for, for her sales. Now, you may know that you don't have it, but you know you have a great product and you know that you can sell your ass off. That's when you hire somebody to do that side of things for you, right? right? Allegedly, there was somebody working with her. I don't think that there was. I think that that was a smoke screen to like get people to simmer down because the complaints about her customer service were increasing. Then her demand grew greater than her supply because she's a one person show and she couldn't make stuff fast enough to sell it, but she was making it available for sale. So then when you couldn't get it out fast enough, of course, people are going to complain because you took my money six weeks later. I don't have a product, right? You haven't even shipped it, but you got all my money. And this didn't happen to one or two people. This was happening to droves of people. Yep. 
This is why when we say to LLC or not to LLC, we're saying in business overall, everybody doesn't need a business. Nope. Stop pushing the idea that everyone, especially within our community of Black people, we don't all need businesses. No. She had a product, you guys, that was a motherfucking one. <laughs> I know people who used her product who could not find anything else to make their skin look like it looked when they used her product. She me, really, you know, <laughs> and my and my sister. Yes, she really, she really fucked that off. She really fucked it. I was, I was highly disappointed. I mean, I didn't like her anyway, but but <laughs> I never, I never wished ill upon her business or her. It was just that. I knew her her attitude was shitty before she started the business. Mm -hmm. So when she started the business, I was like, ooh, how is that going to work? We saw. And we, we did. It, it, it was, saw. I mean, her customer service was really the demise of, of her, her business because I felt like there was a level of pride that you couldn't say that you were overwhelmed. You couldn't, mm -hmm. you couldn't speak it. Instead of you speaking it, you just got nasty with everybody. Now, all the time i'll give you another example and the only reason i'm not saying this person's name is not because i don't support them i do i'm not saying the name because they have grown and i don't want this to come off negative but they got backed up but they apologized and they said you know what i apologize you did order this in this specified time I did say that it would be out by this time and that it would be to you so what I'm going to do is and then they follow through customer service now if you're and they sent out emails to like literally all of their customers on their social media they even made a post I am in over my head it it really is just me my mm -hmm. orders are backed up I am so sorry, you guys. I said it was going to be done at this time. I couldn't deliver. I apologize. Please bear with me. Right. There was extra stuff in my packet that I did not order. Right. She, she gave me extra shit because she wanted to keep her business. She also has an A1 product. I would never discourage anybody from going to her because she was willing to say, I got in over my head, y'all. Right. Please, like, work with me, and I will work with you. But I, but I think that customers, when you have an A one product, if you admit that to your customers, you won't lose customers. They because yes. we, as a community, we love to support a small business. So if we know it's just you, girl, keep the money. I'll I'll get it when it gets here, and that is it. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yes. That's really how. But you have to have that within you to say those things to your customers when you have a business. It's true. I this next person, I'm gonna, I am gonna say this person's name because I was I was saving them for next week when we were giving up um uh bigging up businesses. Igwehi, love Igwehi. Now you know I was giving I her all my money every paycheck yeah. for about two, three yeah. months straight. Yes. But Igwehi is in Oakland, California. She's from Oakland. And she started out um, 
her business grew over the pandemic too, but she hand makes everything that she sells. Okay. Like y'all, she had a sewing machine and she literally sews every garment that she sends out. She made that. Nobody else is making this, this stuff. Okay. Right. And once she runs out of the fabric, cause she gets her fabric. I forget where she gets her fabric from, but once, once she runs out of this print is it's no more. She goes on to other prints, but she made Moo's be so fucking stylish, y'all. Like I be wearing that bitch every fucking wear, and it has African prints on it and everything. The shit is fly as fuck. It's expensive, but it is literally worth every dime that you pay because it is made with so much fucking love, right? And it is made fucking well. It's yep. made so well. She started out really, really small. She has a storefront now in California. Does she really? Yes. She has a storefront in downtown Oakland. So she sells the clothes that she makes out of her store. This was up. I love that. I love to hear that. But this is, let me tell you, she says handwritten notes with each purchase. So you buy something, you'll get a handwritten note from Iguahi. And I remember one time I bought some head wraps from her, some head wraps and some mask. Um, Cause this was like the height of the pandemic. And my package, usually I get my stuff. I kid you not. And she's shipping from Oakland, from California to Georgia. Mm-hmm. I usually get my stuff in two days. My stuff didn't come. But I was like, the mail, the mail could be like four days went by. It didn't come. I said, okay, this is a little weird. But I gave it a full week and uh-huh. it didn't come. I contacted her and she said, that's weird. I put it in the mail on this day. And I said, I trust that you did. I'm just saying the mail, it ain't got here yet. So she said, don't worry about it. I'll send you out a whole nother uh, shipment. But something I ordered, I had got the last one. So she said, do you mind if I give you a different one? And I said, that's fine. Go ahead, send it. The day, my stuff came two days later, y'all. On the third day, the shipment she had sent me came. The mail person had opened my shit, looked through it, (gasps) and then, yes. So I said, how much do I need to pay you? Or I can send this back. Mm -hmm. You let me know what you want to do. Because she's a small business owner. This is not cheap, y'all. You know, she said, girl, keep that head stuff. Keep them wraps. Have fun with your extra wraps. This is a small business owner, y'all. She has three children and she is married. She needs her coins. Right. But that let me, that's how great her customer service was. Now, if she would have said, oh, you can send it back to this address, I would have happily sent it back. And I, she still has great customer service. But this is what I'm talking about in business. This is what keeps you in business because say something happens and she needs to raise funds for her business. My ass is going to be one of the first people there to help her keep her business. Yep. But these are the things you have to think about when you start a business is 
how much of myself am I willing to put into it? Right. And, and that's why, I mean, like we've talked about a lot. We've talked business like the whole month. But the idea and the notion that you just need an LLC, like it's, it's, it's giving the, the baby bird, you just throwing out the nest. You'll learn as, you, as it's falling to the ground. Like that's, that's really kind of the energy that it gives when people are just pushing this narrative that everybody needs an LLC. I can't, it's aggravating to me. It's, it's very aggravating to me. It is. And it's aggravating to me because I did start a business for my own selfish purposes. But, but the thing is that even in the little time that I had that, it was a lot to do. Like it yes. was, it was, it was a lot to be responsible for. So for, for people to run around and so willy nilly say these things and to encourage these things without really giving people the in-depth of how it, how much it really takes to run a business. I think that's negligent. Oh yeah, it is. Because when my business falls, where are you? Nowhere to be found. I got your $50 and you got the coloring book. I'm out. <laughs> I mean, we get, we can literally talk about the failures of business and the successes of business all day. You know, when I started the 13th floor, which I still pay for this business license every year because I refuse to let it go. Right. I am going to do something with it one day. Because <laughs> it's going to be something. It is. But my money ran out. Right. It isn't that I cannot run a business. If I don't know how to do nothing else in the world, I know how to run a business. Right. But it takes money to make money. So when yeah. we're telling people to start these businesses, with what money? Yeah. They don't ever talk to them about that either. Like, listen, it's just, it's so, oh. when it comes to starting a business, you should, depending on the type of business you have, you should start with a certain amount of business. I mean, amount of money. I remember for a long time, people were like, you should start a magazine. You should start a magazine. You should start a magazine. In my years of building magazines, helping them grow, I learned a very important thing about magazines from Russell Simmons, because he had a magazine. What was his magazine called, Tamara? I can't he remember, this. but he did have a magazine. He did. I remember that. It's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, he said, you want to start a magazine? You need to have 12 months of money to, for running. 12 months of overhead set aside. Do you know how much money that is? Publishing. Now, granted, it's the digital age now, so you don't have to have as much money as you did back when you had like a print magazine you do not make money from subscriptions no let me say it again you do not make money from subscriptions okay that's not where you make money you make money in advertising that yep. didn't change just because it went digital you have to have advertising dollars okay the magazine was called one world yes one world it didn't stick around for very long because having a magazine is mad fucking expensive. You yeah. know what they don't tell you? 
all of these restaurants that we eat at, they're great, right? Because we love some good food. Restaurants are fucking money pits. Yeah. Bookstores, money pits. These are things that people need. We need food. We need to read. They're fucking money pits. Wait, pause. You said restaurants are money pits. Let me tell you something. Tonight, me and my sister were looking for something to eat. Mm -hmm. And we were like, ah, let's go to Joella's Hot Chicken. Gone. (laughs) Look, I would say, well, we're going to go over here and get something that's shame. Um, or maybe I might stop by Otters and get some chicken and Otter. Otter, gone. Like, er- everything is gone. The the uh, Brooklyn bagel place that I used to like, gone. Like, it's everything is, like, there was a, a Cajun restaurant on Cobb Park, gone. Like, every, it's literally, they mm-hmm. open, it's like grand, it literally is Chris Rock. Grand open, grand closing. That's, that is what it is. Because so, there, there are certain types of businesses it, it moves with the economy. So yep. while we're sitting here complaining about how much eggs and chicken costs, imagine what restaurants are paying. Yep. And on top of that, they have to make sure they have fresh fruits and vegetables every day. Mm-hmm. They also have to make sure that they can pay this high ass rent. So when we're talking about how extensive it is to buy houses and to pay rent, real estate is even, I mean, uh, Yes, real estate for uh-huh. retailers is even more. Pause. La Fonda on Halloween? No! <gasps> you know, that hurt my no. heart. It hurt my heart because that was our start. It hurt my heart. Oh my God. <laughs> see, and they had a good, they had not good, they had a great product. Literally, you couldn't miss with anything on that fucking menu. So when you guys complain about restaurant prices going up, it's because they got hella overhead to pay. Yep. They got overhead to pay. They also got to keep up with the cost of food. Food is not cheap. Also, gas. Listen, this is definitely, it's sidebar, but it it matters. Russia is going to cause the cost of crude oil to grow up. Yep. So you know what happens to us? I, I paid damn near four dollars a gallon the other day for gas. Yep. Anytime that happens, what do you think happens with restaurants? They use gas stoves to cook. Yeah. They don't use electric fucking stoves. Yeah. And it's I mean, and you know, it's certain things that you purchase all the time, like something as simple as. Uh, a cookout tray, which was four ninety nine, is now five ninety nine. Which yeah. that that dollar doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people, but for some people, that's a lot. That that you like, damn. Even cookout, like you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it's just it's one of those things. Like we, I'm um, what did we buy today? And I was like, wow, that's more expensive than it has been. Like literally looking at the menu, you see all the prices have gone up. Oh yeah. I, yeah. you know, that is why to LLC or not to LLC, it's, it's important to have a business or not to have a business. Everybody doesn't need a business. 
and the businesses that are out there, are we patronizing them? Are we buying things there? You know, we talk about support black businesses, right? There's a million and five reasons why some people don't. There's even more reasons why we do and why we should. Yes. I am of the frame of mind and anybody can be upset at me for saying this. I do not care. I work very fucking hard for my coins. So I spend them where the fuck I want to spend them and when the fuck I want to spend them. So I'm not going to spend them with people who mistreat me. Correct. I don't care if they do look like me. You don't you don't get a right to mistreat me. So when you go into business and you're like, support me, I'm a black business. Don't just act like you deserve to be supported just because we the same skin color. Do right. you have a good business? Right. Is your business worth fucking supporting? You just can't come here and throw a business at black people and be like, you niggas need to support me because I'm one of y'all. Yeah, no. I, I'm not finna buy a $50 sweatshirt from you and my letters don't stay on. Like, fuck is you talking about? I'm not finna do that. Yeah. I'm not finna buy from you and my seams are coming loose. Right. On my shirt. I'm not gonna buy from you and when you send me my facial cleanser, half of it is gone because you don't put it, you bought the cheapest materials to put it in and this is Georgia. It gets like 94 degrees here. My shit done evaporated by the time it got here. Yep. Like these are... You know, this sounds funny, but these are things that have happened to me. I'm so, this doesn't mean I'm going to stop supporting black people because I'm not. Right. But, but you, don't. You give your ahead. coins to who, to the people who, you know, have the, the, have the business acumen to do things the right way. And, th- and that's the thing is that like you said, they put it in the cheapest, but we don't mind to pay more for a, a better jar. Like I don't, we don't have a problem with it. If the product is good, but you, there's a lot that goes into maintaining your customers when you do have a good product. I, I'm going to give a shout out to our barber. Me and Tamara go to the same barber. Yep. It is a black man. He works in a shop with a black woman. They do extremely great hair. Yes. Like, I mean, y'all can't tell right now. I need a haircut. (laughs) Mine is a little fresher than her. (laughs) Easy and Danielle, they're beauty and the beast. He's beauty. She's the beast. beast. Yes. (laughs) They ain't cheap, (laughs) y'all. No. And I'm not saying cheap as in poor, poor, poor materials. No, they are not inexpensive. I had, listen, my haircut costs. It's expensive, y'all. Yeah. But I am pleased every single time I walk out of that shop. Exactly. And that's the thing. You don't mind giving the money if the product is what it is. It's the good product that you ask for. You pay for the good shit. Every single time he gives me what I want. I, sometimes I haven't been very clear and that's that's been on me. <laughs> I'm going to take that. <laughs> but it wasn't a bad haircut. It has never been a bad haircut. haircut, Never. He cuts my daughter's hair. So not only do I pay for my hair, (laughs) I pay for hers too. He is worth 
every single fucking dime that I pay because yep. you know what else? His customer service is fucking impeccable. Yep. I have never. And how long have I been going to Easy? A year? Ooh, I've been about a year now. Yeah. I have never had to wait to get my hair cut. My nope. daughter has never had to wait. He is waiting on us when we get there and we're not late. Right. We're not late. I, I've been late once. It was, it was the city of Atlanta's fault. Yes. <laughs> because they closed Roswell Road exit and didn't have no sign up. And Tamara knows the hell that is 285. He does also. But in the year, I've only been late once. He still gave A1 fucking customer service. Yep. He's worth it every time. This is what I'm talking about. He has a business. And yes, Easy could be somewhere else where he could lower his price point and get more customers. But guess what? This man's schedule, as soon as he, he only opens his schedule by month, yep. one month at a time. You, I cannot schedule anything in March. He only has February open right now. The minute he sends out the text message, my books are open. That shit is full. It's packed. It's yep. packed. It's packed. Don't think that you can go schedule an appointment for February. It might. He might still have some left on today. Might. Might. I mean, he do. It's usually during the week at time. You you gonna have to take off work to go get your hair. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say on a Wednesday at ten a.m. Yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I have the privilege of being able to do that, but that's not most working class people. Anyway, right. he is available to you. He presents different types of services. So it's not just one thing he's good at doing. And if he can't do it, usually Danielle can do it. Yep. So are they worth it? Yep. Am I going to pay for it? I sure am. Could I go yeah, somewhere cheaper? Yeah, I could. I could go get a $12 haircut. My <laughs> shit would look like this after it's done. Why, why would you say that and I made a face? <laughs> you know, the last time I had a $12 haircut was at Supercuts. Girl. <laughs> and in Buckhead, you know which one? The one that was where we, right on the block where we used to live. To live. That's what I'm about to say, right there. How many years ago was that? 10 years ago? Yes was the last time I had a $12 haircut and it looked like a $12 haircut. And there it is. I say this to say, the people who need businesses and who want them, they know which ones they should have. And it's not always an LLC. Nope. The people who don't, listen, y'all, don't let nobody encourage you to get no business if you know that's not what you want. If you can be the best employee Find find a company that you like and go work for those people. Don't listen to these motherfuckers tell you that you helping somebody else fulfill their dream. Maybe that's your role. Right. Maybe that's your lane that you're supposed to help other people. And 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 and, and stop believing that we can LLC our way out of out of oppression and poverty. That we can't. And we can't. That's not that's not how to do it. And stop listening to people that's telling you that's the way out. It's not. It's, that's not it. Yes, there. Listen, 
that may have worked for them. That don't mean it's automatically going to work for you. And if they are insistent on getting you to believe that, tell them <laughs> to hold your hand through the whole process. How much you want to bet they're not going to do that? Girl, I told you. I told you they got they $50 and you got your coloring book. That is it. Listen. With the blanks and the connected dots that tells you about an LLC. There's all these people on Instagram. I If I did it, you can do it. First of all, everybody's not you. Everybody's not you. Everybody doesn't want what you have. But then, but really, those people that say, if I can do it, you can do it too. Ask them who told them how to do it. Because they didn't figure that out. On Somebody helped me do it too. You want to go to that nigga. Look, you want to go to that person. <laughs> even if somebody didn't, because there are people out there who they did it. Be honest about your journey. Don't act like you just woke up fresh. Right. You had you had to get to where you were. Nothing. Yeah. Listen, I'm gonna say this and then I'm done. <laughs> Nothing annoys me more than the Jay Z's of the business world. And when oh. I say that, I'm saying you act like what you did. Everybody can do. Everybody cannot do that because number one. You are only where you are because of felonious dealings. Do, you always leave that conveniently, leave that out of the story, even though we know that's that's the important part of your story. There right. would be no Rockefeller without drug money. Right. Tell me, I want someone to come and tell me that bad boy, Rockefeller, Murder Inc. What's another big one? Uh, cash rough money. I'll say Rough Riders. Rough, well, he's, oh. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I, I read, wait a minute. After I said it, I was like, <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> anyway, the, these big and it's not just me who said this. Too short was like, where you guys think we got all that money from? Right. Who you think was funding us? Right. right? Now, of course, Too Short can let the cat out the bag because he's old as fuck and he doesn't have anything to lose. But these are important parts of stories about how businesses started because you cannot start businesses out of thin air with no money. Right. If you do not have somebody supporting you and backing you, whether that's yourself from raising money, saving it yourself, or making it along the way. Right. No businesses ran with zero funds. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's literally impossible. So don't let these motherfuckers who are millionaires and billionaires now tell you that it's easy without giving you full disclosure of how they got from A to Z. Right. You're doing yourself a disjustice and they just laughing at you like, look at this fool. (laughs) (laughs) I started with this much seed money and they thinking they can do what I do with a thousand dollars. It's right. It's damn near impossible. It's it is the reason why I don't have a business. Yeah. 
Now, if somebody gave me like $1.5 million, me and Tamara would have quit our jobs by now. Nigger. To go do. Yes, I said. Look, I said the N word. To go do what we want to do. But that hasn't happened. So until then, we're going to work these jobs. We're going to support the people who are doing the damn thing. We're going to encourage those who want to do the damn thing to do it, but do it wisely. Yes. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Make, make wise business decisions, my friends. Please. Until then. Yeah. Look, until then, to LLC or to not LLC, that is the question. Answer it for yourself. Until it come back next week. As we wrap up this business thing, we give our business shout outs next week to all of the businesses who have managed to keep their heads above water and succeed. Yes. Because the LLC was right for them. Yes. And then it'll, we'll give you lots of new uh, companies to check out too, because we want you to, to support them also. Yes. Until then, adios, my friends. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at OVI Podcast. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, or Audible. And thank you for listening to Outside Voice Inside.